everybody, welcome to episode four of season three of this reputable podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with Dean. Yes, always a pleasure. We sure hope you guys are enjoying uh, this season. I know we. This has been fun for us. I always have a good time with you, B. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, like always, uh, please don't forget to like, share, subscribe. Yeah. Copy the link, send to friends. Share it. Yeah, yeah, all the above. Um, Post it on your Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. Twitter. And honestly, we, we we are always looking for for content that is suitable for you. So if there's ever things you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to know more, do a episode two of one of the one of the episodes that we've already done. Let us know, and uh, we always try to start with the question that we've got from the previous week, but we thought today we would end with a few practicals. Yeah. Um, and our topic today um, is private life, public life. Mm-hmm. I was going to say versus, like they compete against each other, right. but I don't even know if that's even... I mean, I guess that's a great place to start. We could always start yeah. there, but saying, do, according, you know, do you think that public life and private life are versus? They're competing? Are they hand I think hand? One, one precedes the other. Okay. The way I, the way I perceive it okay. is that your public life grows out of the soil of your private life. Somebody said to me, the my literally my first day yeah. as a pastor. Some of these people know I'm a pastor. Yeah. Uh, my employer said, "There's nothing as public as your private devotions, as your private life with God." Yeah. And that that, that was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What Dean does in here comes comes out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and in the same. What you choose to not nourish yeah. also comes out as well. Yeah, if you don't plant potatoes, don't expect to grow any. Right. You, you you don't have to go out in the garden and look for corn if you didn't plant corn. Yeah. Look for what you planted. Yeah, and and I think that's you know part of all these all these episodes kind of seem to be intertwined in some ways. I know our last episode three was talking about commitment issues, but then you come in here and. And now we're talking about private life and public life, and you say where these things, you know, come out of. But it's funny because that is like a yeah, duh. That's what I would call that. It's like yeah. a if you don't plant a pumpkin, you're not going to get a pumpkin. Yeah. But for some reason, in our life, in your in in your personal life, you say to yourself, "Well, I just don't get it. Why I'm not X? What what is going on here? Right, right. And then you kind of track back and you say to yourself, "Oh, right. I'm not planting." Right. There's something that can, we could learn from farmers. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, in some ways, we're all farmers. Right. You bet. And if people don't like the farming metaphor, yeah. I can switch to the financial, the financial world and say it doesn't matter if the Twitter stock is going up if you didn't buy Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't matter if Amazon's going. It doesn't matter if the housing. I was just reading the other day that uh, the the Tacoma 
Pierce County housing market is the hottest housing market in America. Wow. Well, it doesn't matter if you don't own a house. Yeah. You, if you had invested here, right. then it matters that now it's worth this over here. Right. But you got to get in. Yeah. We, we say that when it comes to relational equity, too. Like, you can't withdraw what you haven't deposited. I believe that. You know? And the same can be for your personal life, too. I think the way that we budget finances, which some people are good and some people are bad, depending. I think the same thing we do in our own personal life. We try to take withdrawals from ourselves mm-hmm. in areas that we haven't... We have we have no equity in. Yes, that's right. There's no deposits. Yes, I guess I don't. Is this an American phenomenon? Uh, maybe it's everybody, but it seems like we really want to make withdrawals where we haven't made deposits. Yeah, it's kind of madness. Right. When you say it like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I had a. Uh, may I? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, forgive me. I didn't mean to interrupt. But no. years ago, I read a book, and it was called uh, First Things First by a, a man named Stephen Covey. And he said, you have your public life, that's what people observe. And there are three people right now watching my public life, and then God only knows how many hundreds and thousands of people will watch on this podcast Absolutely. over the decades. But public life, mm-hmm. private life, mm-hmm. and that's the life that my wife sees, mm-hmm. my son sees, you know, the people that mm-hmm. are near me and part of my family. But then he said there's a third category, and that's the inner life. Yeah. That's the thing. Not even your wife can see it. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Reagan knows private Brandon. Right. In a way that Dean doesn't know. Right. But Reagan doesn't know inner Brandon. Yeah, only Brandon knows that. Only Brandon knows yeah. that. And really, when we talk about private life, we're sort of talking about two of the three there. Mm-hmm. We're talking about what Reagan sees, but we're also talking about stuff Reagan never sees. Right, yeah. And I think, going back to the premise of that book, the first thing is for Brandon to work on the inner life mm-hmm. so that the private life can be rich, so that the public life can be even richer. Yeah, great. Yeah, it reminds me of that picture. I'm sure we've all seen it. It's the meme of the cat. And it, and either the cat looks in the mirror and sees a lion uh, or the lion looks in the mirror and sees a cat. Oh, funny, yeah. And you just and that when I hear that I say to myself like, yeah, it's somewhere it's got to start inside here. Right. Because no no one will view you uh, or people will view you rather the way that you view yourself. So if you're confident, if in in, in private, in inner, if you want to use inner, yeah. if you're confident, um, if you're passionate, if you're um, empathetic, I don't know. These are just using using basic adjectives to describe someone. But if that's how you view you, then more than likely, that would be a way that you would view me. You know, I would dare to say, and maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but if we started to let's just pick on me for a little bit, since we're using me as an analogy, if if we were to describe me, with the way I describe myself and the way you describe me, I don't think we'd be too far off. I hope, I hope so. You, you know, but where I think we run into trouble is where we lie to ourselves in the inner life, 
and the inner me yes. that then to create some type of facade for the private me. And then it is complete oblivion to the public me. Yes. You know? Yes. And oftentimes, when we go to fix, I think we would rather fix public than go to inner. Yeah, because it's easier to manipulate perceptions than it is to have character. Right. But it's it's like putting on it's like not taking a shower for two weeks <laughs> and putting on the finest suit. Yeah, and spraying yourself with cologne. Yeah. They're at war with each other. But we do it every day. People do it. Yeah, we do. I've done it's it. It's humans. I, I think I think particularly the era we're living in, people really are pers- kind of uh, obsessed with perception per, the perception of my public life i want you sure. i want you to think i'm a baller mm-hmm. or i want you sure. to think that i'm mm-hmm. you know there was a there was a funny story a few years ago maybe you can remember the artist but he he was at the airport and he took a picture of himself mm-hmm. in front of a private plane okay. he didn't say he was getting on the private plane but he says you know headed to Chicago or whatever, and this private plane is in the background, and then somebody recorded him sitting in coach. Stop. That. <laughs> I forget who it was, though. Maybe, do you guys remember that yeah. story at all? No. Yeah. Yeah, That's but, awesome. Yeah, give me the name of this kid. But anyway, they he was kind of <laughs> outed. He wasn't flying He wasn't flying private. He didn't have yeah. the money to fly private. Yeah. He was flying. And that's, I think, is the sort of, when I saw that, I thought it was so funny. Because uh, that's that's weird. Yeah. But I would say this, and be, and I, in in my little town, I'm I'm notorious for now having a bad reputation, right? Sure. People have written horrible things about me in the newspapers and said painful things. And since this is a disreputable uh, podcast, I, I feel like it's impossible to right to, uh, on this topic to not talk about this subject, but. For me, what's been helpful, Brandon, is to know that my public life is different than my reputation. What do you mean? Well, my public life, I need to, I remind myself all the time, my inner life is who I know I am. Okay. That's not who you think I am. It's right. It's who I know I am. Right. And I have to make peace with God in my inner life. Right. My, my, I want my private life to flow out of my inner life. And that's who my wife sees me. Mm-hmm. I want my public life, that's the, what I really do with other people. Mm-hmm. Not what they think I might do. Mm-hmm. Not what somebody said I might have done once. Mm-hmm. And so we, we have to divorce the idea of public life from reputation because someone can have I have you ever met anybody that had like a questionable reputation but then you meet them and they're so nice and so kind and they're really there was a man named yeah. John Galliano absolutely and John Galliano was a famous designer he designed the Dior uh-huh. lines I'm, I'm into designing because my son is an artist and a designer and uh uh, Galliano was caught. He got drunk one night. He had a drinking problem, mm-hmm. and he started making some racial slurs. You could saw all over the internet, 
and he was fired as the design the head of Christian Dior. Yeah. For making Nazi saying things about Hitler and Hitler should have yeah, it's just horrible, horrible stuff. Right. And he went into rehab and he came out a better man. And the other day my son spent some time with him. Wow. And my son, who was younger than I am and didn't know this whole story, right? Yeah, yeah. Said, Dad, I met the nicest man and he invested in me and he was listening to me. This is a kind of a hero of my son's. And I said, son, have you ever heard what Galliano, wow. who, who he used to be? Yeah, wow. So his reputation really was about who he used to be. Mm-hmm. But now he's clean and sober mm-hmm. and he's working for a great house again and mm-hmm. rebuilt his life. But his reputation is still poor. Right. But he's not that man anymore. Right. Which is what we believe, man. Well, it's what I believe. Right. I don't. I, to be candid, I don't think very many religious people believe it, mm. and I and I don't think the world believes it very much. But I, I believe it with all my soul, and I know you believe it too. Yeah. It's what Jesus taught. Yeah, absolutely. Whether or not we believe it or not, I don't know. Yeah, I don't think we give people a chance to evolve. That's the kind of the word. Maybe that yeah. maybe that word resonates with people that aren't. Yeah. Jesus people, or you know. To grow. To yeah, I don't. Th- and for some reason, I don't. I don't think. I think insecurities don't want other people to grow, to evolve, to become more. Because if they're not careful, it's like, well, if we don't want them to get too good. Right. Because if they get too good, then they're gonna then they're gonna be better. Or, but the greatest people, the the people who I think are the cleanest inner private public are the ones that are always elevating people yeah. because they they understand that as they as they grow you grow yes i mean that's just a basic it's i know i know i use my son a lot as like analogies but it would be no different than me saying i never you just used your son as an example right. hey kid you're just going to be average for the rest of your life who says that over their kid no one yeah. so you're going to whatever you put your mind to you can do and and we believe that in our families or for our children, but for some reason, if we're not careful, life has a way of stop believing that for yourself, yeah. and then we definitely don't want to believe it. Then because if they do it, then they're gonna get, and then we're gonna be less than because, you know. I, I, I totally. It's like see a see what you're saying, and it's profound. I just wonder if we cared more about what I would call the soul, mm-hmm. right? Your inner life. If we nourished our soul more, if we would see the byproduct of that in 12 to 24 months, as opposed to constantly worrying about public, public, image, public, image, public, image. public. Oh, no question, bro. And then we're dying in our soul. Yeah, and that's why... That's what I've committed my life to from this point on. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I worry very little about reputation. Yeah. But I do want, I, I do want to be, have a rich inner life. Yeah. And a, a happy private life. Yeah. In order that I could have a fruitful public life. Yeah. Fruitful, not in reputation. I'm never going to undo. You can't reverse out things people have said. Yeah. But I can plant new seed and, uh, and and try to make a difference in your life and in Shepherd's life. Yeah. 
Truly's life and Reagan's life and Abe and Torin. I said to my wife this morning, because uh, we were celebrating a big win for, yeah. our, for our son. He's uh, His clothing has been uh, purchased by a, one of the great stores in the world, London and Tokyo. It's awesome. And Los Angeles. And I said to uh, Anne, aren't you glad that this last season of our life, the last third part of my life, is about other people? Because mm. frankly, Brandon, I've had great days. I've... I've never had a day as good as I had mm-hmm. when my son won. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel it's nice to have a good talk. But when I see you're giving a great message, I enjoy it more than my talks. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't feel that way when I was 25, but I do now. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, you know, I, I have no interest in resurrecting my reputation. What I'm interested in having a fruitful public life because I've invested privately with the three men that are here as a part of this production, you know? Yeah. You used to, I remember you used to hashtag the, the word others. Mm-hmm. Where did that come from? It came from the, the idea of a selfie. Okay. That everybody was so into selfies and my daughter would say, dad, you'll get more likes if you post a selfie. <laughs> People, you know, cause yeah. she's trying to help me. Yeah, totally. Cause she understands that world better than I do. People want to see selfies, I guess, because they want to get likes on their own selfie. Yeah, I guess. But uh, I resist the idea. Uh, if I was be- if I was handsome like you and young, I'd probably post more selfies. But I got to thinking, what if you tried to do uh, make it about others? Mm. And so that's how I got started doing that. And I know a few friends that have picked it up. Shannon, I noticed he posts yeah. things about uh, hashtag others. But um, it definitely isn't a plan for social media success, but it is a it is a wonderful life. strategy for life success. Which is inner and private. Yeah. And has nothing to do with public. Yeah. But it's success in the in the in the best place. I think so. Cause wouldn't you do you have to choose? Let me just you know, I'm throwing out a ton of questions that kind of do you have to choose can you have both? Can't for a season, but the scripture says, uh, not not to be Mr. Bible sure. quote all the time, but the scripture says, beware when all men think well of you. Mm. <laughs> a crash is coming, <laughs> or you're being set up, yeah. or yeah. it's a trick. Yeah, That's uh, Because either you're compromising for the public applause, mm. or they're plotting for, for your private destruction, one or the other. Right. I'm a, I'm a Jesus follower, as are you. Yeah. So we serve a, a Jew who was called a liar, a, a plotter, a crazy man, and they killed him like a thief. Right. So public approval for a follower of Jesus should not mean as much. Yeah. Because we follow a guy who was crucified like a common criminal. But in a... Jesus lost the public approval thing. Yeah. In America, this is a you know, quasi-Christian nation, right. so we like, to, we like to have the American Jesus on, on a motorcycle with his hair blowing in the wind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but... But... 
The real Jesus ended a failure. He never owned a house. He never wrote a book. He never had a family. Yeah. All the things that you consider successful public life from the approval of all your followers on Instagram. Yeah. Jesus never had any of that. Yeah, I was talking with a friend the other day. They asked me, what is the difference between fame and influence? And I said... I think the difference, this was me, and I'd love to hear your thought. I said, I think the difference in fame and influence is fame is for, fame is for you and influence is for other people. Oh, that's good. I like that. And at some point, you have to decide what you want more. I was uh -huh. talking, talking with a guy. He's very successful. He's got a lot of things that have happened rapidly in his life. And, and when he asked me the question, I thought, is it for you? Or is it for other people? It yeah. started out for other people, seemed like, and now it looks like it's become you. Mm -hmm. So we've got to get it back to where it's influence. Yeah. I wish that for your generation. Because, you know, when I was a young man, uh, people wanted to be a great actor. Mm -hmm. Or they wanted to be a great basketball player or whatever. Now people just aspire to broad f fame. Right. Like the fame is a byproduct of excellence. Right, yeah. Or it should be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it is. Mm -hmm. So the people that I admire, we talked in a previous episode about Kobe. Right. You know, what, what I he, he wasn't a perfect person and we as he lived his life, he made some very public mistakes, but mm -hmm. he was a man that pursued excellence in his craft. Right. He worked on excellence with his family mm -hmm. and he died I think everyone that knew him would say he died mm -hmm. as a man who had excellence in his private inner life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. He had worked on his faith. Mm -hmm. He was a better basketball player than he was a human. Mm -hmm. And in the end, he was a better human than he was anything. Mm -hmm. And that's why we love him. Yeah. And, you know, I know there's business owners out there. There's so many different types of people, uh -huh. uh, moms, dads, husbands, wives, uh, and... You know, when things start going array in uh, certain areas, I think it's easy to try to fix the the easiest thing to fix, and that's what's right in front of you. But really, what, what should be the easiest to fix is what's right here inside of you. I, I, the reason why I say that is because I've been able to tell in my personal life um, that I'm a better leader for everyone else when I'm leading me. Yeah, for sure, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a better, things are not as chaotic wherever I'm at when things aren't as chaotic in here, mm -hmm. you know? So the way I've kind of taught it in the past for me was like, Hey, here to, to then family. And, and I know in our, in our world being the church, um, you know, and what we do, it's like, hey, you can win the world and, and, and lose your family if you're not careful because you're always trying to fix this out here yeah. as opposed to what's good as opposed to home yeah and i've learned when i fix home out here is better good you know but you can't fix home until right here you know so it's a constant for me it's a constant it's a daily it's a daily reminder i think you told me i don't know maybe it was a couple of years ago that the more influence basically the more responsibility the, the less freedoms, mm -hmm. you know? You remember the, the triangle thing that you shared yes. with me? Yes, and I, I borrowed it from John Maxwell. Okay. The great um, yeah. uh, teacher, leadership 
expert. Right. He he has a he has a picture where you have the the pyramid yep. of success. Sure. And uh, then you have a upside down pyramid of uh, influence. Let me let me say that again. The pyramid of success and responsibility mm-hmm. is upside down. I see. Yep. So yep. the farther you go up the leadership ladder, the more res- the wider it is. Yeah. Yeah. Get all this responsibility. Right. The man with the most responsibility in the world is Joe Biden. Right. He's the president. But the corresponding pyramid, right side up, I'll call it, is your personal freedoms. Yeah, and he has zero. And he has zero personal freedoms. (laughs) He's stuck in that White House and everybody critiquing everything he says, every gaffe, every mistake. Right, right. And uh, you give that up when you have massive influence. Yeah. And and everyone... uh, aspires to gain influence mm-hmm. and get responsibility but i don't think we're willing to no, lose our freedom don't want to lose the freedom in order to do it you know but that's life is about trade-offs brandon right yeah and when you say uh it's what you just said earlier basically was it's worth it to trade off public success for private success because paradoxically the more you work on brandon the more fruitful you are right in public right this is what this is the great secret right that that these people haven't been taught that you don't try to build a successful public life you try to build a successful inner life yeah and that grows a private life which grows a great public life yeah yeah and I, and i hope that you know these conversations between dean and myself are um, encouraging you I and mean, I hope that in some ways it's challenging you I hope you know in some ways maybe it's stuff you've uh, agreed with disagree with maybe it's never never heard of but we said we wanted to take some time at the end of this episode and ask a few questions um, so from our crew in the in the back some questions that we have here yeah what are like practical ways that you can work on the inner you because I think a lot of people are afraid of like being exposed, you know, being found out. Yeah. So, like, how can you go about that process of building you? But what do you mean by being exposed or found out? Like, if they're inner, they're inner them, you know, they have bad habits or they uh-huh. have things that are toxic. Right. But they're trying to put, like, a mask on <laughs> to other people. Yeah. But they know, hey, inside I'm, ugh. Yeah, well, I, I you know... Practically, I would say everybody ought to carve out a little time every day to work on the inner life. In 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 Jesus circles, they have we we encourage people to do devotional times. It's just to to get some truth in. But I mean, you should. I I like to carve out a little time every day to read, to listen to a good motivational YouTube thing. The other thing I would say is uh, don't believe the premise uh, that you're the only one who who could be exposed for having bad personal habits. Right. Everybody's got that stuff. And it's okay to have a private life, by the way. I, I've said before, uh, it, I don't, it, it, just because you don't know it doesn't mean it's a secret. Right. <laughs> Sometimes it's just private. Right. It might be private that I'm, f- for instance... If I'm working on a depression problem, Uh 
It's not a secret. I'm just not sharing it with you. Yeah. Because it's none of your business. Yeah. Share your problems yeah. with people who can help you fix them. Yeah. That's a, I would, you, you, you took my answer because that's the greatest thing that I think I've learned from you is that not everybody's got to know everything. Yeah. And you it's only. It's not a cover up. No. You only share with people that can help you. And I, and I believe that one, 100%. I believe that about your dreams, too, by the way. A lot of people have a dream, and it's like, I'm going to be a designer, and they put it on Instagram, and then everybody takes shots at it. Right. Well, the problem was, you should have shared your dream with people who want you to win. Yeah. And mo- those people don't all want you to win. Yeah. Because your winning is an indictment against their apathy, and they're being stuck. Yeah. So share your dreams. And your problems with people who can help you attain your goals yeah. and grow. Yeah. And, and I know maybe this might be where certain people disagree with what I'm about to say, but I, I, I have kind of lived by this mantra, and it's gotten me here, so um, it's got to be working in some ways. But at some point, I just that's why we call this this disreputable podcast, because at some point... I le- legitimately stopped caring or tried my best. I don't want to act like I. there's not people pleaser in here somewhere, you know, because I think we all want to please people in some way. But I legitimately stopped caring about what the wrong people thought of, about me. And what I mean by that is I think we, we like to go extremes. Well, I just don't care what people think. Well, that's unfortunate because your wife probably matters in this situation. Right, right, right. I think your kids probably and and for those of you that work work at your at your you know at your jobs, I, I think it's um, I think it's pretty important that the reason why you got hired was because you you put off a a pretty good interview process, you know. So it can't be. I just don't care what people think. Right. It's gotta be. I stopped caring about what the wrong people thought yes, about me. I, I love that. And you, yeah. the majority of the people that watch here, you could blast us for whatever we're saying. And they will. Thumbs down. <laughs> yeah. Thumbs down. Uns- and it's like, okay. Yeah. Because more people are for me than that are against me. Amen. And the people that really will matter most are the people that are for you. Yeah. So, it's not about how many people don't know you or don't like you. It's about who likes you. Yeah. yeah. Favor with, if one thing you can learn from the Bible, yeah. even if you're not a religious person, right. is in these stories, yeah. favor with one man yeah. can change everything. Yeah, great. You know, so. Yeah. Well, more yeah. questions to come. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, more uh more more episodes to come all the above thanks so much for listening and being a part it means the world to us we love you have a great rest of your week